It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. Thank you. Wow. What a great crowd here today. Uh, yesterday was Caitlin and I's one month anniversary of being married, I which I know is, you know, what? Don't start doing that. I don't mind one month. Uh, I hate it when people do that. Don't hate it. Remember when Lunchbox did this? Like, we, he almost did it up to like seven months, but I don't and care then about he forgot it, about it. But it's not going to be too much. I just think one month's a big deal. But also, why does it bother you? Yeah, why do you hate so much? Because that's not an anniversary, guys. Call it a month anniversary. Anniversary means annual. Our one month celebration of being together. I like it. Why are you being a douche? Hey, I like it and I'll take it. You're a d- <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, we had a month. We've been Good together for you a month. Guys. Yeah, it's pretty cool. A month has flown by. I mean, especially so from that from the wedding. But we mentioned on the air that we didn't get to eat any wedding cake the night of our wedding because you're just running around. And we did actually have time. You know, most people said, hey, when you get married, it just flies by and you don't remember it. For us, the greatest thing was not having cell phones because it eliminated probably 30% of the time we just spent just taking pictures. Yeah. So there were no cell phones and we had full dinner. We did think, but we didn't, the cut, cutting the cake was separate from the dinner part. So we cut the cake and then we're already up and then you start to do other stuff. So the girl, I guess I should look up her name. I mean, we paid for the cakes, but she heard that on the air and she sent us a cake that was our exact wedding cake. We had it yesterday. On That's one, cool. On our was one month anniversary. Um, it is Cakes and Co. Allison Smith Cakes and Co. Her name is underscore cakes underscore and underscore co. That's sweet. Is that okay, Eddie? Is it okay that they had birthday or uh, wedding cake and it wasn't a year anniversary? It was only a month. Is that okay? You're missing my point. I'm just checking because I don't like your point either, Eddie. You don't? Who cares? An anniversary? I think any celebration. Hey, hit me when you're 50 years. Then we'll talk. I hey, think good any for celebration you. is great. If people are feeling good, why do I care? <laughs> no, I know. You're my friend. I'm just telling you. It's annoying to me. Am I, though, now? You're my best friend. Eddie. My best friend. You know that song you were talking about, uh, Saweetie? Does your daughter know the best friend song? She's my best friend. Uh-huh. She a best She's a real She's bad. a real best. Yeah. yeah. You're my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to come to that in a second, but- we ate cake yesterday, and then we watched our, our wedding video, which we haven't posted. Um, it's about like five minutes is great, and it's awesome. We, we had a long day yesterday working, but uh, we, had, we had a good good day yesterday. Little tears again watching the video? I didn't get tears. I've I've seen it a couple times. I had to send off for some edits occasionally. Oh. Um, but I think she got emotional because she hadn't seen it as many times as I have. Or maybe she has. I don't know. Send off for edits? Yeah, there was some stuff. They shot some stuff that was a little too, um, per, like, in the house and stuff. And I don't want somebody robbing me if the video, if we ever post a video. And it was, like, showing, like, the road. They didn't know. They were just doing their thing. But I was like, hey, we don't need the drone to show how to get to our house. <laughs> it's actually kind of normal. Like, I've done wedding videos and people yes. have asked for edits. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, for security reasons, let's cut a couple of these things out. Um, so we did that. We watched it. It was great. We did our final Twitch show last night. How many episodes we do, Mike? Six? We did six shows on Twitch, which I kind of signed a deal with them to do six shows on that Control Music channel. And John Party came and performed last night. And he's just so good. He's also a close friend. So you, it's it was just a fun way to end. And I posted a story on my Instagram of him talking about meeting George Strait for the first time. So that's up. And I'm going to post another one today of him doing a tequila drinking. We, we put three tequilas there. And he had to figure out which one was the expensive one. Oh, I love it. Which was pretty funny. That's awesome. It had a little twist at the end. And there's a twist. Oh. Um, and so, but that'll be up. And um, Nikita Carmen came by and performed. She's going to play at Bobby Fest. But we had a 
it's a pretty good show last night. Pretty good way to end the in the thing there. Did uh, I was at the Opry yesterday working a little bit. So busy day, but we did take time to celebrate our our one month anniversary. One month anniversary. One month of being married. Great. Perfect. You just hate the word anniversary? Well, because it's used wrong. It's like you and your one thousand percent. What do you say? Like one hundred and one. You can't do anything more than one hundred percent. Exactly. It's you not, literally can't. You cannot give one hundred and ten percent. Right, and you can't celebrate an anniversary every month. Uh, that's probably accurate, but yes. I don't get. Yeah, I do get angry. But you know <laughs> you what? Do I'm going to completely change my position? <laughs> yeah, it, that's just something that drives me nuts. But let me see if I even wrote anniversary on my Instagram because I did. You know, I did a little post. I didn't. I didn't. I said, happy one month of marriage. Love it. Yeah. I promise I'll be better next month. I love you. <laughs> That's funny. What? Every month you're going to get better. Yeah. What were we going to say? This right when you brought it up, Eddie's like, don't be that guy. But you didn't even say anniversary. I didn't say anniversary. But I did when I came I on here. I think he did here. That's kind of what drove me nuts. Why don't you chill that out? I think it was like just posts from Lunchbox just kind of like going off. And man, we had to hear his marriage. And, and the thing is like marriage gets tough, you know? So when people actually celebrate 50 years of of wedding anniversary you're like dang that's amazing like you but you've you made ask, it through like, the battlefield oh but but do you know that i mean sometimes maybe they might it was be easy like 50 years maybe someone Negative. that's been married 75 years have you, do you ask them about the quality of it the quality or are you just like wow they've been married well, 75 usually years. no it's just usually it's just like so impressive to see someone getting ma married for 50 years right but do you like, ask them about it what do you mean ask them about Well, I don't. You're just impressed by the number. Yeah, because at, like, at 25, you could just give up and it could be a terrible marriage, but it's 25 not worth is a, a very huge milestone, too, in my life. My way. assumption is anyone that's been married a long time, 10 years, has been through the battle. 25 years, has had a bunch of crap happen. Totally. And you've had to figure it out and get through it. I don't see anybody's marriage mm -hmm. after you know a few years being just like wonderful marriage. I go, I don't ask the quality of it. I just assume there's been some real dog crap in it that you've stepped in and had to get through. Just generally speaking. Naturally. Yes. Yeah. It's just That's a, why I think celebrating anniversaries is really cool. Like, I like celebrating month anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you can because you've celebrated one month. But that's what we did yesterday. Let me mark that off my list. And we had, we had cake. It was a funfetti cake. With, it's funfetti cake with the cookie dough in the middle that lined it. So that was cool. Um... What else was I going to talk to you guys about? Oh, the Saweetie stuff, because Amy said her daughter has been listening to, to Saweetie, but you didn't know how she found the music. Well, it was the, the song Tap In in particular. That's a dirty one. Yeah. Well, yes, lots of dirty things. But then I Googled the message, and Saweetie oh, said that it means, like, to get involved. You know, what yeah. are you passionate about? Yeah, like, tap in. Don't yeah, sit yeah, out. Yeah, get involved, yeah. Better tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. Getting money, get rich, baby. Tap in. Tap, 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 tap in. Let's, just, let's take a second. Tap, 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 tap. Wrist on glitter, nice. waist on thinner. Nice. I'ma show you how to bag an eight figure. Face on Zaddy, pockets uh. on jigger. You better get the card and make it swipe like Tinder. Private villa in the far chinchilla. When he posts me, all the get sicker. Oh. There's a lot of bleeped out words here. Yes, definitely bleeped out words. But we were on the lake and a boat, I didn't even know my daughter knew the song, and a boat came by and the song was playing and all of a sudden mine's like, Stashira's like, tap, tap, tap me in, tap me in. I'm like, wait, how do you know this song? She's For like, me, it's TikTok. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. I learn everything on TikTok. Yeah.
She's not always on there, but I mean, she picks up on things quickly. And then kids at school and her friends, they have, they're into all the music, I guess. So that's what kids do. I yeah, get friends. it. I know, <laughs> yeah. but it was just funny to hear her like this boat's going by playing this dirty song. And then my daughter's like, I look over and mouthing every word except for the bad ones. I didn't even know bad songs were bad songs when I was a kid. Right. Right. You know, they would play songs that had all these meanings. And I was just, you know, singing it because I thought, the words were catchy. Mm-hmm. I think Humpty Dance is a good like example I still of that. Don't, Eddie, don't run that for me because to me it's just a dance. Mm-hmm. Pretty dirty. But like, I do like <laughs> She's My Dumpty. Best Friend. Do you have that one, right? I mean, Sweetie's so big, McDonald's is doing a meal after her. And oh, really? Like, oh, yeah. BTS, Travis Scott. Yeah. This is a good one. That my best friend. She a real bad Got her own money. She don't need no on the dance floor. She had two, three drinks. Now she twerking. She throw it out and come back in. That's my best friend. She a real fat. Drive her own car. She don't need no lift in a strip club. No, my girl gone tip. Now she twerking. She throw it out and come back in. This song, when I hear it, reminds me of Eddie and I and our relationship. Yes. Strip club, twerk it. Best friend. You go. And I'm three real... drinks and he's twerking. Yeah, yeah. that's about right. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> Friday night. Uh, Alyssa Milano had to give her uncle CPR after he had a heart attack while driving. But first, she had to reach over and slam on the brakes with her hand to stop the car. <gasps> wow. Like wow. to go down with your palm. Wow. That's crazy. Crazy because you can't see where the car is, slam- what mm. is slamming no. into. Wild story. From TMZ, Alyssa Milano may have saved her uncle's life during a scary car accident that could have taken both of their lives on an L.A. freeway, reaching over and using her hand to hit the brakes as he suffered a medical emergency behind the wheel. What you would hope is, and I don't know that I would think this quickly, that there was an emergency brake, but I guess it's only the old school brake that you yeah, the pull one you up. Pull. Most of them are now on the left side of the foot. But you would hope there would be one, or an old car, and you pull it up. But law enforcement tells TMZ Alyssa was a passenger in a Ford Eagle driven by her uncle Mitch, who had a medical issue. Another vehicle hit theirs as he fell unconscious, suffering what appeared to be a heart attack. But I think everything's okay, Mike, right? Yeah. Ish. It can be. Yes, you're looking it up? Yeah. I just hate to do that story, then he dies. Mm-hmm. And we don't, huh? He didn't die. Still in the hospital? Yeah. Uh, cops say Good Samaritan stopped to help, and Alyssa's camp tells us she's grateful for everyone who aided her uncle, including first responders and hospital staff. But they had to give him CPR, first responders took over. We don't see that it, if he did die, don't hit me up, or as of this story right here, is all going in a good direction. Okay. Because sometimes I'll say something. <laughs> And it'll be recorded. And it was the accurate news at 8 a.m. when I mentioned it. And I'll get just a scathing message at 7 p.m. going, don't you know, idiot, he died at 4 p.m. I can't change what I said at 8 8 a.m. And it's recorded. What do you want me to do? That happens a lot? Yes. People Mm. will hold me to account for things I said that was accurate when I said it, but then became inaccurate. And they will call me stupid. Oh, man. I am not stupid. It's not nice either. Um, a flight attendant apparently told this mom she needed to glue the mask to her kid's face. Crazy. I don't, I don't, I've never seen a flight attendant that would say this. Oh, or what about sarcastically? Yeah, metaphorically. Well, I don't know that'd be a metaphor. <laughs> That's not, no, yeah. it's not that. A metaphor. I don't care if you need to what? use glue to, to keep that mask on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I could say that. Like, hey, I don't care if you use cement to put that mask on. I think on that's that exaggeration. But I don't think that's a metaphor. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, for what? What is it representing? I don't know. <laughs> Truth. A uh, Virginia Beach mother is <laughs> Thanks, speaking man. out after a mask incident. She said it involved her two-year-old in a recent Southwest Airlines flight. 
Allie Cleek was on an August 12th flight from Orlando to Norfolk with her husband and two children. Uh, quote, Drew is a thumb sucker, and her only way she biologically knows how to soothe herself is by sucking her thumb, which is impossible with a mask. Cleek and her husband held Drew down, trying to get her to wear a mask while two flight attendants stood over them watching. But where does it say about the glue it on the face? I just don't know if a flight attendant would ever say that. Mm. He needed glue it Lunchbox, on the face. Lunchbox, this is how you make the news. You need to duct tape it to your face. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah duct tape it to your face. <laughs> we'll duct tape it to, to her face. <laughs> yeah. That I can understand. Did you guys see the big uh, Carrie Underwood controversy last night? No. She liked a tweet where someone was saying, hey, don't make kids wear masks in school. Oh. It's just weird how both masks. Listen, I like masks. I'm, I'm all for masks. But I'm not screaming at anybody who doesn't want to wear a mask outside, you know, in certain Whatever. And also, if places that I don't have to wear a mask, I ain't wearing a mask. If I'm at the mall, we went to Joanne's, I didn't wear a mask. You didn't have to wear a mask. I didn't have to. But if they said to, I would wear the mask. So I don't know what side that puts me on. Like, I don't. (laughs) It sounds like you're compliant. If I don't want to, yeah, that's the side I'm on, (laughs) compliance. If I don't, if I don't want, they don't make me, I don't. But if they do, I'm like, okay, I get it. But she liked someone's comment who said they, you know, shouldn't wear masks at school. And everybody got all upset at her, but does she not have the right to her opinion? God dang, man. Just because you don't agree with her doesn't mean you have to be mad and cancel her. People don't work that way. No, it's so dumb. And if she likes, she has a kid. She also has the right to think if you think it's right or wrong. She has a right to like something if she thinks her kids shouldn't have to wear masks in school. So, and this isn't a mass debate, but it's a debate on the people that are like, oh, we need to give everybody a loud voice. Everybody... Unless it's the voice we don't agree with, and they try to cancel them. I'm looking at it going, how is everybody mad at Carrie Underwood for just having an opinion? Yeah, it's crazy. You can even have the opinion that you want your kids to wear masks in schools, but still be okay that Carrie Underwood liked a post of somebody who didn't have the opinion that their kids shouldn't wear masks in schools. We've gone crazy. And people have too much time on their hands to see who's liking what tweet. I mean, that's just... It was trending last night. It's just ridiculous. It was like Carrie Underwood, and I was like, did she die? No, she liked someone's post who said she... So, and I feel like I'm a pretty sensible person where I'm okay with masks. Also got the vaccine. I'm good with it. But if someone... I have a close friend who's like, I don't want to get it. I'm like, okay. Well, as long as your job's not telling you you have to get it, as long as... Okay, that's for you. What do you... We're going to cancel Carrie Underwood? We're going to take Jesus off the wheel, off the radio? <laughs> you guys are out of your minds. But um, did she ever say anything about that, Mike? I mean, and why should she have to say anything right. about it? Right. right. She liked the tweet. I'm going to go lie. Sometimes just to keep people on their toes, I like tweets of all different opinions. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wait, oh, wait a second. Wait, you like this one. This. I'm like, but <laughs> I like tweets that have completely That's differing funny. opinions just so no one can come back. But also nobody cares about what I'm, what I'm doing. My only point with this is it's okay if somebody doesn't agree with you. That makes the world go round. Man, that's hard for some people to just get. Like, it's just, it's got to be their way or or not. It's just crazy. But can you imagine if we all agreed on the same thing? I just wish, it's funny you bring that up, that everyone would agree on what I agree with. (laughs) (laughs) That's what everyone else wants, That would be my wish. (laughs) That whatever, because I feel like, you know, I don't want to be a dictator. But if there was a tie, I'm the one to bring in. Like, if we're at a 50-50 tie on Earth. We need someone to settle the debate. I think I'm the guy. I'm sensible af. You know, not everyone's gonna <laughs> not everyone's gonna agree with you though. I'll bet you the dictator. They have to. Well, I'm or not else. No, no, I'm not the I don't like the name dictator. 
I am the side chooser. Oh. It's 50-50. We need someone to settle it. Call in the lefty. And they play music, and I walk in. Wow, <laughs> thing. And then I make the call just like that. Uh, Brett Favre says kids under 14 should not play tackle football. Now, ask someone who played football every year from second grade up. Tackle. We played tackle football as kids. Um, I hated getting hit. When did you start? Was that like uh, age eight? eight? Yeah, eight years old. Second grade? Yeah. Used to get pummeled. I can agree with this. I'm fine with this. There was no other option when we were growing up. I don't think there was flag football when we were growing up, like leagues of flag football. Right. Yeah, well, they didn't football. know what they know now right. about oh, brain education. injury. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. There's just a lot more information out about uh, Brett Favre doesn't believe kids under the age of 14 should play tackle football. He thinks teenagers um, up to that should be playing flag football, mm-hmm. which is fine by me. Listen, I'm not an expert in brain injuries. Obviously, Brett Favre's not either, but he does hold a little more because he did play professional football. But you have a lot of experts saying that, too, like people that study the brain. Here's what people that study the brain say when I read these stories over and over. When you hit your head a lot of times, you're going to be messed up. Like, it, just at the end of the story. Legit trauma. Your brain will have trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, if my kid said I want to play football, I would let him, heck, or her if she wanted to play, but I would really be concerned about it. Flag. Why no, I'm talking about tackle. Football, if they football. wanted to play high school football, because, again, kids are getting bigger, faster, stronger, the injuries are more Gosh, violent. Yeah. It, the hits are more violent. I would be concerned about it. And I'm someone that play, love sports, love football, played football for 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, almost 10 years. And so, but I would be, I would not want them to. It wouldn't be my choice. Let's play bas- basketball. Oh, basketball would be baseball, great. Ba- baseball. Golf. <sighs> Tennis. Nobody wants to play golf, dude. I oh, wish. Yeah. Oh, I have four boys, and I just try. Like, guys, golf is something you can play till the day you die. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's going to play golf so late in their life. Everything else, you're not going to play it's it that like, long. But aren't there, like, hip and back injuries? Oh, yeah, when you're 90. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, CTE is a real thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, brain injury is a real thing. Um, I would let them. I learned more from playing football than I did just about anything else when it comes to Teamwork, doesn't matter even how great you are, you still need other people in order to achieve success as a team. Learned a lot. My high school football coach I still talk about. It was huge in my development as an adult and taking responsibility and facing adversity and getting back up. But, boy, just the hits alone to the head over and over again. Eddie, if your 13-year-old said, hey, Dad, I'm going to play uh, tackle football. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I would worry the whole time, and, but I would let them because I don't want to be the one to not let them do something that they really, really, really wanted to do. Now, if he just wanted to do it because all his friends are doing it, I would strongly try to convince him, like, you don't have to do that if you don't want. Like, it's not going to make you any cooler. I'm not going to love you anymore. Well, it does kind of make you cooler. I mean, you don't want the football team. Yes, it does, but for how long? <laughs> Until the season's over. That's what I keep telling. I keep telling my kids, like, look at look at this guy. And I show him, like, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, like, all these, like, billi- bazillionaires. I'm like, this guy didn't play football. I mean, they're even rarer than professional athletes. I know, but still. But I agree. There are doctors. I'm like, like look I'll, at this guy. I'll he definitely like, didn't play football. Like, kid, we learn how to hack? Just for me. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, will you just learn how to hack stuff? Because I can use those skills. I'll pay you. Daniel Craig won't let his kids inherit his fortune. He says he'll give it away before he dies. <laughs> Yikes. Like nothing? Which is an interesting headline, but I do have some stuff to say about this story. Daniel Craig says his kids will not be inheriting his fortune. He finds inheritance distasteful. The 007 star has two daughters, one with wife Rachel Wise and another with his ex-wife. 
He has a reported net worth of $160 million. Wow. He doesn't plan on dying a rich person, and he does not want to leave sums to the next generation. Now, that is wild to think you have that much money and you're not going to leave it to your kids. But let's not think that these kids are getting reset back to level zero when he dies. They won't. When you grow up with that kind of money, you're able to have a great education, meet well-connected people, uh, have, you know, really as an extremely stable upbringing to be able to make great choices and mess up and start again because you do come from money. So it's not as in he dies, they become broke. Right. It's like Warren Buffett, right? He's like, he's not leaving his kids anything. Oh, his kids have got a lot of avenues to go down. They probably made their own money by now because they had the opportunity to. That's the hardest thing about breaking out of poverty is you have no opportunity to break out of poverty. Where I come from, you don't even know people that know people that know how to have a, a some sort of wonderful career. And I mean, you just go to work because you have to go to work because you have to pay the water bill. And that's really the biggest thing about, you know, trying to break that cycle. And I think I feel pretty good about, you know, my personal cycle. I, I've broken it. And hopefully I'm good. Hopefully my kids will be good. But it's a really difficult thing for people to do because there, it's not that there are no options. You don't even know how to find an option when you come from a place, a town, an area like where I come from. So, but let's not act like Daniel Kais guys are going to be looking for ramen noodles. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it would suck. I'm gonna be honest. Man, I, I know, I know a girl that was raised very simple. She, they had a very simple house. She, the p- parents had a very simple cars, nothing crazy. But her dad died, and when her dad died, and she was, I think, in her 30s, like 36, she found out that he was like a multi, multi, multi millionaire. Did she get the money? And yeah, then they eventually oh. got the money. But that's he, pretty cool. She had all the values, though. Of growing up and appreciating. Yeah. And then I've, she bought a Lambo? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I thought that's where no, Eddie was it. going. Was I, mean, like, I wouldn't have handed her for it. I, was like, <laughs> I ain't going to judge and act like that wouldn't boat. be awesome to do. Um, I've all uh, often said I'd rather be Oprah than Prince Charles. Oprah grew up, had it tough. Dolly had it tough. But they understand. They have empathy. They know what it's like to live tough, to grow up tough. And now they have everything. They earned everything. But they also understand why it's important to help and try to help other people break that cycle. Like I think that's what I'm trying to do in in you know different parts of my life. Prince Charles has no idea. Guy just grew up as rich as his life. It's normal for him. I don't even know that he can appreciate what he has. Yeah. He's like, can a rich kid even appreciate being a rich kid? Because they don't to them they're just a normal kid. So I don't hate it. I don't hate the guy not leaving his kids money. But if I were the kid, I would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> right, totally. I think that would suck. Sure, he, they, they get a little yes. something, maybe just not $160 million. Well, what you do is you break them off a little bit as you're living. Yeah. And then the headline still comes out. Nice. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm not leaving them anything. And it's that TikTok where you look at the camera, but I left them a lot already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to a new report, more and more young people have rediscovered the art of actually talking to someone on the phone. I, not me. I'm also, I guess, not a young person anymore. I do not like talking on the phone. I have no interest in it. I called Eddie twice yesterday. Yeah, it's we a, talked on the phone. For how long, though? But listen, when average I, time. Oh, two minutes. One a minute and a half. Maybe ninety seconds. But but here's the deal: like when Bobby calls, I know it's something like important. It's something that needs to be talked about. Not like, hey, here, I need to tell you this. Yeah, if I call, it's the real deal. If I Facetime, who knows? Yeah. I could be like, hey, look at this. I just like, a new guitar. Did I string it right? <laughs> right. But yeah, if it's a phone call like it was yesterday, we had something important to talk about. Yeah. We had to make a tough decision yesterday. Um, but yeah, they say people talk on the phone more. Are you talk? Amy, you talk on the phone though. You yeah, I talk on the phone. It's fine. 
Same. I you never guys, left it. You phone talkers? No, I, I love talking it. on the phone. Yeah. Talk to my parents every day on the phone, my brother, sister. Yeah. I'm a phone talker. Call me. Call me. Uh, yeah. Bad Bobby. Bad baby. Yeah, bad baby. Is that it? It's baby? Yeah. The girl from... Catch Me Outside. Catch Me Outside. <laughs> oh, bad baby, yeah. She's awesome. She has made so much money in, on OnlyFans. Oh, no. Doing what? That's that's the one, Amy. I thought you could do all kinds of things on there. But people like, don't do all kinds of things on there. I thought you could, like... You could. You could just do pictures of your feet. You can knit, but I ain't going to pay for that. Okay. So the Cash, cash Me, me Outside on girl, OnlyFans. bad baby, 18 years old, says she has so much money from OnlyFans that she could retire right now. Huh. She will pay cash for her $4 million Florida home. She credits the adult content streaming platform, having earned $1 million in her first stream days after turning 18. Are dudes getting naked on this? Probably. I don't know. never looked. Research, Lunchbox. I just never see guys coming out going, I made a lot of funny, a lot of money on <laughs> You don't hear that. I don't. Mike, are there any dudes? Do you ever see any news stories about that? Yeah. Nobody wants to answer. <laughs> Everyone, even if they know, no one wants to say yes to. <laughs> and I'll just go Google. OnlyFans, dudes. Log in. You got it. <laughs> that, the fingerprint comes up where you can automatically <laughs> log in. because <laughs> It recognizes. Welcome, Lunchbox. <laughs> what do you see there? Oh, uh, it's locked right now. Oh, you've been on too many times? <laughs> Just sign up with your Facebook. Incorrect password too many times trying to log in? Um, email, producer Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Americans are spending $765 more a month than they did in 2020 when a ton of businesses were closed, when everybody else to stay inside, but now it's like let her rip, tater chip. Yeah. Do you guys find you're spending more money? Mostly it's food out. Mostly right. it's like yeah, eating out. Yeah, you're going places yes. more. Mm-hmm. Americans are spending an average of $765. More bucks a month. That's a lot. Whoa, That's a lot yeah. of money. Just, well, I see, gosh, wow, so we were sa- saving a lot in 2020. Maybe, but also Unless we're making a exactly. lot. I know we, everybody took it. It's just depending on how you look at it. That seems like that seems like an abnormal amount of money yeah, like to jump. I mean, you're talking 8000 bucks a, a year. Yeah. Right I think there. what's getting us is the delivery groceries, the ones that get delivered. We started doing that because of the pandemic, but now we still do it. So, I mean, I probably get home and find groceries on my doorstep every other day. Whereas, you know, back in the day, you would just go once to the grocery store a week or whatever, or every other week, and that was it. We eat out too much. Just because it's, mostly it's my fault. Because she's like, hey, I will cook whatever. You, I'm a pretty picky eater. I don't like onions. don't like... Uh, well, I don't like if I can see onions. She's told me I, I don't mind onions because she will cook onions so and small in and there. things. And I know, I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> You're like a kid. Apparently, I don't like to see onions. But she's like, hey, let's figure out what we're going to eat. And I never figured out. And so then I'm like, why don't we just go? We'll go get some food. Yeah. Or we'll order food. We waste so much money on that. She cooked last night. Um, she air fried salmon, which, which was so good. That air fryer is much. Oh, oh, I still use it. We, we use it all the time. She air fried salmon. She made a peach, arugula, and goat cheese salad, Whoa. which was amazing. And we do the Uncle Ben's rice that you can put in the microwave and you peel the top of it off, and it's mm-hmm. like instant rice, which is really good. Like we had that for dinner last night, and it was, it was good. But I learned from her how to make these little snacks. Sometimes she'll just, she'll just go and find stuff in the cupboard and go like, why don't you combine these things? And so what we do... We, I will air fry two peaches. We'll cut, I love peaches. Cut the peaches up into little little slips. Put them in paper. Put the, land the air fryer with paper. Parchment paper. 
whatever that craft's called, is brown. I just don't want somebody to throw paper into their air fryer. They would have. I'd have been like, well, I said what I said. I don't know the difference. I just know that I grabbed the one she showed me. I put the parchment paper in. I put the peaches in there. I cooked those for 10 minutes in the air fryer. I then dumped them out. We have pecans. I like pecans, and we did a deal with uh, pecan, the pecan people. And I put, I crumble up pecans, some full, some not, put them over it, and then I do a little bit of uh, agave over it. Oh, man. You mix it together. Caramelize it. A little healthy treat. Mm. And it's amazing because I love peaches. And so I'll do that snack now, too, and it's pretty easy to do. So Sounds really good, actually. I told her, I said, I'm going to make a video doing this. I'm going to call it the Bobby Peaches. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop. <laughs> she gets so mad. And she was like, why do you have to name everything after you? <laughs> mm-hmm. There's um, a little peach stand on the highway near my house or, like, a main road. Ugh, so good. To find a soft peach, it's a treat. Right now, Are they all hard? Of, oh, yeah. It kind of sucks right now. Oh. A lot of hard peaches. To find a good, ripe, soft peach, I don't know that there's a finer fruit. That perfectly soft peach. Find this truck on the side of the Name road. Name a finer fruit than a perfectly soft peach. Strawberries? No. Eh, wrong. Grapes? Grapes are wrong. really good. Eh, go. Like Apples? Like I it's love so, it. Like <laughs> it's factual. <laughs> eh, no. Mm, pineapple. You know, Pineapple's delicious. Mango. All wrong. Oh, but yeah, here's mango. the thing. I love it. You know the fruit that I found that's really good that I didn't even know was a real fruit that I thought people just made up? Grapes. A dragon so fruit. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the, red, the pink one? It's a thing and you like lick the thing out of it. I think oh. this is dragon fruit. Mike, show me what dragon fruit on the screen. It's white with little black dots on the inside. Oh, it's white. Maybe we cut it and then I licked the inside of it. Nah, that's not what I like. Is this something you tried? I like the... dragon fruit. That's pretty good, but that's not the one I thought it was. I don't know. I had some fruit and I was like, this is one of the greatest fruit I've ever had. One of the greatest fruits I've ever had. I don't know what it was. You like cut it and you lick it out. Are you like supposed to lick it out or it's just what you do? Um, You're supposed to, I think... Oh, yeah, it is white with black dots, Amy. Yeah. Is there a seed in that fruit you're eating? Let me call Caitlin. She may know. Have y'all ever had the is candy grapes or the cotton candy grapes? You no. Know I heard cotton. Ca- I've oh had cotton gosh. candy grapes. They're they were so amazing. good. I can't even. There's a fruit called a French bulldog. What? That's a good one. That's a dog. Um, Let's see. She may not answer. Oh, they got a whole thing of fruit here on the screen. Didn't you have frozen grapes at your wedding? I heard. I didn't have them. Yeah. That was good. Nice. We did. Yeah, yeah. I guess when people got to your wedding, which we weren't part of that. You know what? Oh, was, and that's a refreshing. It was fun treat. about my wedding. It was also a surprise for me when I got down to it. What? I didn't do a lot of the planning, so it was oh. a surprise. <laughs> You're like, this is nice. <laughs> I was like, wow, look at all this. Um, if she calls back, I'll get the fruit thing here. Um, I think that's it for today. Got a few things I got to do after the whole show here. So, um, thank you guys. Is there anything you want to say, Amy? Do you have an episode of anything out? Um, I had a fifth thing come out yesterday, and then tomorrow, Thursday, my episode with Chris Hansen is on. The, How did that like, go? It was really good. I mean, I feel like I just, as a parent, wanted to know more about, like, online predators and just, is I, I just straight up asked him, what would you say to a parent that's like, oh, that'll never happen to my kid? And his exact response was, wake up. Ooh. And that, that up. as a parent, wake that up. hit wake me wake up. because, <laughs> well, we can kind of be in denial of, like, or naive to think that oh, well, these predators, they're not going to ever be able to infiltrate my family. But it happens all the time, apparently. That'll be tomorrow? That goes up tomorrow morning. Well, midnight tonight, technically. On the Bobby cast, I have Lacey K. Boots on Friday, who's got a great uh, new EP coming out, a newer on American Idol, mentor her. She's really one of my favorite people I've mentored on that entire show. But now she's signed a big record deal. You know who I saw at the Opry last night? Tiara. Oh, yeah. Who I love. She Mm -hmm. played? Yeah, it was her Opry debut. That's cool. And I saw her and was like, 
man, you are so, and I tell her that every time. I've done a few things with her at this point. I was like, I'm so pumped to see that you signed a record deal. Like, everybody that didn't sign you, they're going to look back and regret not signing you. Because she is, she, she's obviously a really good singer, but there's just something about her. Like, she's funny. She's, like, kind of, like, extremely country, but then kind of not. She just, it's just right on. She's great. So she was performing last night at the Opry. I was leaving when she was walking in, and I was like, I'm not a hugger, but also don't want to touch people because of the pandemic if they don't want to be touched. And so we're just standing there, staring at each other, standing up, and we're like, all right, what do we do? Do I hug you? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a big fan. And she was like, let's hug. And so we hugged, and then I left. It's getting awkward yeah. again, right? Yeah, yeah. What do we do? It's getting awkward again. Um, okay, that's it for today. That's post show. Thank you, guys. Have a good day.